We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, this is Brent Torres from Search Engine Journal, and we're here today on Marketing Nerds. And we have us joining us today is Christine Schackinger. Uh, thank you very much for joining me today. I'm pretty excited about talking about a couple different topics with you. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So uh, I was looking uh, at some information. I realized you have uh, a pretty good background in, in UI testing and, and development, and, and basically, you know, putting together a good site. And you also talk a lot about just you know SEO topics in general, but all, you know audit and various different topics and it, and it really is something of interest to me um, how often we see sites even today that are developed you know and created without any sense of SEO at all and you know a lot of times people will come to us saying hey you know I, I need to do SEO on my site um, or I need to work on my site and we'll look at that site and we'll be like well why did you do these things or why didn't you talk to me earlier right and so you had made a comment earlier when we were talking just about the fact that you know SEO should be involved in all steps of the process so um, I'm hoping that maybe we can talk a little bit today about just you know what people need to think about as far as you know putting together a good site with regards to SEO um, maybe what are common pitfalls that people make? Uh, what things really cost a lot of money? Like people don't realize how much sometimes people will dedicate to a site and then find themselves, you know, out of money. What you know, in, in your experience uh, today, or, or even up to today, um, what do you see as the biggest problems that people are making as companies um, when it comes to designing a site in regards to SEO? Um, there's a lot of good questions in there. <laughs> I would say, um, first, just on, real quick on the most expensive thing is retrofitting mm-hmm. your site, correct? So when you retrofit your site, you have to go back, undo everything you did mm-hmm. and then redo it. But in addition, you also have to maintain the current site and then you have to know how you're going to roll out the new portion. Plus there's your downtime in the, in the, um, in your SEO pickup if you had to do redirects or things like that. So it is always important, I think, to have, um, SEO advisement all the way through the process not that the seo should be doing your pr necessarily or you know writing all your content because you know your content best but um you can design a lot of things into a site that are problematic that now you have 20 million visitors a month and you don't know how you're going to stop to fix or you have 1200 visitors a month and and you don't know have the money to stop and fix, now, right? Do you, do you see that a lot of companies, you know, even have the wherewithal to do that? I mean, you know, how how often do you see a company that actually has an SEO prior to putting a site together, or are you more experiencing people that are doing redesigns? Do you, do you which which is more prominent right now? Um, I think it's it's lack of knowledge to have an SEO available to the, from the beginning. So a lot of times they bring us in after. I know a couple of companies like Super Pages. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they currently are, but for a long time they had an SEO team that directed all efforts so that they made sure it was direct, you know, sure. was rolled in. Um, but we see a lot of retrofitting, a lot of redesigns. Uh, often we get called in to do an audit in the middle of a redesign and like, no, 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 we don't need, you don't need to see our new site. We, not yet, you know, and we're like, well, we could really help you now and not make those mistakes, right? So absolutely. I mean, you know, the message would be to any companies or people that are looking to do redesigns that you need to get an SEO involved, whether it's an, an, your own SEO team or, 
you know, somebody like yourself who can come in and take a look at it and give some advice on, you know, some of the things to avoid or, uh, you know, make sure they get right. Right. I completely, yeah, I completely agree. Um, like we have a site that we're looking at now that has infinite scroll on the homepage. Mm -hmm. And that's probably just because 10 other major sites in their vertical have infinite scroll on the homepage. Well, infinite scroll is great on Facebook when you want to just scroll through all those messages. But when you're looking for curated content, on an informational site, you don't want to roll through a hundred different random posts, right? So, so the infinite scroll is an interesting thing. You bring that up. I mean, do you see, you know, is it just a usability issue on your part or do you think it's an, an SEO issue? Because there's been a couple sites. I wish I could remember the name of the site. There's one that does it that's a, a major news agent, a major uh, publication. And the way they do it is, is that at the end of the article, it loads the next article and it actually loads a new URL. It's that you're actually on that page. So it loads the page view. It loads everything properly. So from an SEO standpoint, it looks like that's fine if it's done correctly. Are you seeing that people aren't, you know, implementing it properly or do you just think it's a usability thing? Well, one, they're not implementing it properly. A major news organization has one I saw the other day with 115 articles all after each other. And when I looked at the URL, nothing changed. So uh, unless they're serving something separate, which then, of course, we know you're not allowed to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I don't have the usability studies right now. I haven't seen someone do one yet on multiple articles. My assumption is, though, unless it's entertainment where you're just whatever, I don't care what I read. If I'm reading something on ISIS and the next article is uh, Republican sure. Congress, what do I care about the next article? It's I think it's much better to curate your content on a personal preference. Um, you know, that if I have this article, then I have the related ones below or next to it. And I'm more likely, I think, to click on that. But I haven't. I, we're going to run a crazy egg study on this one site to get an idea. But uh, my guess is that they're going to find it's lower than if they curated their content. I think it's it's really interesting. Um, I, I would love to see that more when it comes out. I mean, one thing we did is we didn't do it throughout the site, but on Search Engine Journal, we actually have a couple infinite, infinite scroll pages. And it was very, very, it's a specific test we're running. And what we're doing is we're actually making it the related posts. So when you come in, you're seeing related posts kind of show based on uh, you know some coding that we did. And what we've seen is actually um, a lower bounce rate and, and, and a pretty good engagement. Now it's very, very early. We're doing it on like five pages. And so you can't even find them very easily unless you know sure. which pages they are. Do, but, do they um, have a certain point there where they kind of stop? Yes. And that's my guess, yes. right? So the infinite scroll really doesn't do you anything better because there's a point where everyone just gets tired. Yeah, absolutely. And those articles that are now all below it that don't get read and you're adding massive weight to your page page uh, download time mm -hmm. or downloads so like the one i saw they had a 30 megabyte download compressed at 12 megabytes well overseas yeah, this is an international site yeah. they still pay by the byte right yeah absolutely. so there's nobody overseas that's going to be looking at their their site and what about a mobile now i haven't checked their mobile speed presence yet but um i I assume either they're not doing it that way on mobile, but some do. I have seen articles sure. after articles on mobile, and then people with data um, plans that restrict. Mine does, unfortunately. Now, what do you, what do they do? Do they just stop using your site because you're putting out too much information? Plus, on things like mobile and tablet, it's it gets tiring to. Now, have you, to have read. you put together any? Are you going to put together like a full scope on that when you do the, some of the testing? Because I think you yeah. know, infinite scroll has become something that's just like the next big thing, like the next popular right. thing, right? You know, so I think a lot of people are going to be looking at doing it, um, and I think it'd be 
interesting to see, you know, some studies and some, some review and some article, you know, breakdown on like what's the pros and cons and what do you need to consider in your audience considerations. I think those are really good points. Yeah, I agree. And I wish there was more out there. So that's why we're going to run this one on now it's one site. So we sure. can't, can't extrapolate, but at least we can get some insight into how that's working for them. And then, um, to give the side of the negative though, there was a company we were working with about a year ago who, um, had, uh, just regular pages and they turned in and into infinite scroll with no curated content well they were in they their impressions from what we told them to do went way up you know they went up like sure. and they're right but they weren't getting clicked through so breaking bad the season finale was coming up and they were in the in-depth articles on page one for the breaking bad season finale and many of the words related but they weren't getting much click through and they're getting very big bounce and so I went to the page, and the first article that shows up is Sex in the City and Breaking Bad, how they're similar. And I'm like, well, nobody's watching Breaking Bad cares about Sex in the City. Sure. But five articles down, they, they had, had, really awesome had a one. really awesome one. So I think even if you're going to do Infinite Scroll, you still have to have curation of some of that content. So when someone comes with an intent to find something, they're not finding something maybe related, but not in any way valuable for them. So jumping back into just looking at, you know, uh, effective, you know, SEO on site redesigns or site creations, what do you think, um, you know, is a, is a breaking point for trying to fix things versus just redoing sites? I mean, do you ever have to make that call where you're like, look, there's so many things that we have to fix here. There's so many things we have to do. We'd be better off just redesigning your entire site. Oh, we've done that. Um, most of that's in penalty situations. Mm -hmm. So we had someone that was kicked out of Google for 16 months. Uh, and uh, they had, um, this is before they came out and said that uh, big images that took up the whole above the fold were a problem, but mm -hmm. we kind of assumed that was the issue because sure. um, they were just selling themselves on that big ad with a uh, um, input box, you know, for yeah. email address. Um, so we had them remove all that, redo all their navigation, um, and they also stuffed a bunch of alt tags. We had to remove that. Um, but we got them out of uh, two manuals and possibly one of the manuals happened around the time of a penguin, but I'm pretty sure also a penguin. Um, but then their homepage didn't come back, so we did some more work and then we got that back. But, yeah, so we had them completely redesign everything. Do you find challenges in, in, in really explaining this to clients? Because, I mean, you have to have situations where a client comes in and they're like, look, we just spent twenty grand on our website. And now you're telling us that we need to essentially change our website? Like, how, how do you talk to somebody like that and get them to understand that, you know, it's for the greater good and it's, it's, it's what we have to do? And how do you deal with the sensitivity of, a, of a dealing with a team that might have put a lot of effort into a site design? Fear of Google? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sometimes we do. If it's a penalty situation, we'll tell them, listen, we don't make the rules. We're just the messenger. But sure. if you don't change this, you really are at risk of a of hurting your site very badly. Um, on others, we, we try to prioritize items based on what we think will impact the site. So, um, you know, if we give do an audit and we have 60 pages, we'll still have 10, you know, very important things on the homepage for them to work on first. And then the rest, like, you could do this over six months or a year and implement that. But, um, you know, there's so many points on the algorithm, and if you're in a competitive field, even if this one's only half a point, I'm using that euphemistically, but, uh, you know, because we don't know what their way. But uh, if I think this one's a low value, but you have 20 low value points and they can be done quickly, they might even be better than the one that we think is high value. So, you know, as a company would look at some of this, they would say, you know, I mean, obviously they don't have the same type of insight as maybe me and you might have, right? So they don't understand the, the importance of some of these factors. So a lot of times you can come to them and say, look, there's these 
30 things that we need to change, you know, that we think are going to really improve your site. And they'll say, yeah, but do I really need to change them? Right. And so there, there's this questioning factor. Sure. So, um, how, how do you, you know, how do you make that determination as a company? Is there certain things that you say to people, these are the ones that, you know, you absolutely have to change. And there's certain things that they don't have to change as, as a company who's hearing, Hey, I've got to make a bunch of these changes. How important do you really think it is? Can they get by? you know, with, with not making these changes? Or do you think that in the, it's a case-by-case case scenario? It's a case-by-case, case, but um, like I say, since we prioritize mm -hmm. uh, things. Also, I have a web development background, so does my partner. Sure. Uh, so we kind of know the amount of IT okay. that's going to be required. Plus, we help them find solutions that'll be easier for them based on their processes. So if somebody tells us, you know, they only have one person that's running their whole IT department, we don't tell them, like, now go write 3,000 redirects, right? So, um, and we also help them. We, we add staff for them uh, if it's something that, that is like that laborious and tedious and let their people do the but that's, important yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think that's in general, that's probably pretty unique. Uh, I don't think that a lot of SEOs have, you know, a, a substantial IT background to be able to say this is how many hours it's going to take or this is how much it's going to work it's going to take. So I think that that is definitely something interesting to add to the table. Now, if you deal with a, a client, let's, let's reverse the role of the listener. If anybody's listening to this and they're you know, somebody who's working with clients, right? They're an agency or they're a consultant. What do you do when somebody's just not willing to change? Do you walk away? Do you just, you know, decide that it's better better off to just let them kind of find somebody else to work with or, or find their own way? Or, or do you still continue to work with them even if they're unwilling to make adjustments to their pages? It depends on the client. Um, if the client's really difficult and won't make changes, then sometimes we walk away because it's not anything against the client. It's just not, it's not a fit. Yeah. You know, if you're, we, we don't feel right taking your money for not doing anything that's good for your site. I mean, sure. not good, but making progress on your site. Um, and then there are clients that, you know, we would just give them who are difficult. You know, we just gave them stuff to do every month and they wouldn't do it. They're a big company. They wouldn't let us touch anything. But, you know, that's how they're going to be with anybody. They weren't sure. being particularly difficult. They just have a structure that doesn't allow them to do much. So, you know, we fulfilled what we were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally, uh, because in this industry, so few clients actually understand what it is, what we do. We do a lot of education. Mm -hmm. um, our, our goal is to um, to kind of move you off us until you really need us again. Sure. Um, so I think uh, it's always just a side note. I think that's always a very honorable thing. That's something we do as well. Is our goal yeah. is to you know not be a crutch. You know, it's yeah. like, you know get you off, and then when you need some more help, come back. Um, so I think that that's uh, pretty honorable in general. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we do a lot of client education, and we call ourselves a concierge agency. Mm -hmm. So um, when you work with us, you are working with me and my partner, and he has you know some staff that does um, all the you know the heavier the heavier lift sure, you know grunt sure. work and stuff, um, and they do it very very well. Um, but uh, they still have us doing the stuff they're paying they think they're paying us for so um, what, what do you see i mean you're doing these audits you're doing all this work with clients what do you see trickle up as uh recurring major issues that you're seeing with seo insights i mean over the years everybody you know oh meta tags or this or right and so we know that you know certain things you know um that you will see other you know maybe some you know other companies say oh you have to do this and we're like they don't you haven't had to do that since, you know, four years ago. What do you see still today as major issues in websites that need to be fixed? I actually think we're devolving into an age of bad website design. Like when I started in web pages, the websites that, you know, suck was sure. the big thing, right? Um, we're just in general, people don't pay attention to technical, um, not 
obviously SEOs, but I mean, sure, the website. Person, yeah, 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 the average person. And they may just not know. It's not, you know, I'm saying that they're wrong, but they, uh, they miss on technical a lot. Um, page speed scores, uh, URL construction, uh, redirects, canonicals. Um, and I also think, um, we're in the day and age now where, like, when I had the, when I was in college, I changed my oil and my brakes and my tires and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I can't change the dis- the sh- spark plugs on my car now because it's under the engine. Sure. Right? And unless I know how to take out an engine, I can't do the spark plugs, even though I think it's a little thing. So um, I think we're in the point in SEO now where um, site owners shouldn't be actually doing mm-hmm. uh, the work. Uh, big companies have teams. Small business owners need to hire people. Sure. Um, because it's just gotten that complicated. And I think we're seeing a lot um, of a transition in regards to um, companies, you know, jumping in the space and saying, "Hey, look, you need a website. You know, you need a solution for your e-commerce site. You need a solution for your band site. We have this platform that you can use, and we'll build you a quick site." I, I see a lot of people coming with new site designs and templates that are just not working from an SEO perspective right from the start. And again, you get into that mentality where, well, I spent the money, I'm locked in, there's not much I can do about it. Um, But that's that's interesting to see. That's an interesting point of view to say, look, we're actually seeing worse, you know, site design and harder to fix solutions and that people need to really start focusing on finding uh, a technically skilled person to fix it for them. Right. Um, so, yeah. so that would be the advice you would you would have for people who are looking at it right now. Let's 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 actually go into that. If if somebody was listening was like, look, I'm about to do a redesign. I'm about to, um, you know, build a site. What would be some kind of basic stepping stones that you would give them to say, here's what I would start with. First, I would do A, B, C. What what would you say to somebody? Uh, I don't know if it's that simple because it'd be case by case basis, but um, definitely like what are you using for to serve your site? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna cache it? How are you gonna increase the speed in the pages? What is your architecture, which is one of the most important things? Um, I say go in a, if you're a company, go in a room and have everybody have the freedom to say whatever they want, so you can narrow down that architecture and don't wind up with the kitchen sink. Um, so those are some of the most important things. How are you going to construct your URLs? Who gets presence on if you're a company? You have multiple departments fighting for that space. So who gets on the homepage? Who drives not just profits, though, who also drives maybe brand loyalty or, you know, drives engagement. So they may not be the money maker, but they'll be the people that bring sure. someone to the site. So I think a lot of those questions have to be answered before you even ever hire a developer Absolutely. or take it anywhere else. And then you have to know what paths you want so that you build paths to the doors and not, hey, just walk in our home and figure out where to go. So I think, yeah, I think that the, there's a, uh, a reflected view that comes across in all things that we're doing today. And it's, it's the, you need to slow down a little bit and understand what you're doing before you do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, take the time to do that. So I, I think this is a, a really important conversation and a really good topic. And it's clear that you have a lot of background and understanding in that. Um, you know, where can people find you? If people want to find you, they want to get in touch with you, um, they want to use your, your company to help them, you know, create a good website or to fine-tune their existing website uh, where can people find you online I think LinkedIn's the easiest way um, you know I'm open to e- emails from other people and you know so they can just email me that my info's on there as well awesome. um, yeah it's just, I just think it's the easiest way to 
to do that. Cobbler doesn't have shoes sometimes. <laughs> so uh, I really want to thank you. I, I really felt like this was really good information. I appreciate you spending the time with us today. Um, again, this is Brent Satoris from Marketing Nerds and here with Christine. Uh, how, how do you say your last name again? <laughs> Schackinger. Schackinger. I'm going to have a hard yeah. time with that. Where's that from? It's German-Austrian. Actually, if you meet another, it's probably a relative. Schackinger. Yeah. I like it. It's got a good yeah. flow to it. I just have to remember it. <laughs> it's okay. Boyfriends <laughs> could remember much. it. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. This is Marketing Nerds signing out. Thanks. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.